Hello everybody, today we are playing with our balls. Oh no, hang on, that sounds awfully rude. Nah, well, it works fine, I mean technically we're playing with our marballs. Anyway, right, Marble Madness, it's a game designed by our kind of seemingly repetitively popping up developer Mark Selney and it was published by Atari Games. It is a fantastic arcade game. I think it's a good example of how arcade games can infuriate you to the point of wanting to put your fist through a cabinet uh, for me anyway. What about you Dave? Have you got any anger towards this game or any any good memories perhaps? I never played it in the arcade but this was a game I got for the NES which we will discuss if that's better than the one we played when I was a kid. And it was one of those things where you boot it up and you're like, yay, this is fun. Oh, this is all there is to the game. Oh, thanks, Grandma. And then you just kind of put it away. And then a couple days later, you're like, yeah, I'm going to try I'm gonna try to do that again. And it wasn't something I ever sat down and played for like hours on end, but it was always in constant rotation of, yeah, sure, I'll take a run. I mean, yeah, I, I have very similar memories. It was a kind of pick up, try it. For me, I, the black ball got me frustrated and then but a bit later, you know, a slinky gets you and you're like, oh, why? <laughs> My wife and children t this evening absolutely and utterly loved it. Laura was like, oh, Marble Madness, I remember that, blah, blah, blah. So she jumped on and Amelie had a, a go. So they were playing two player, which is just hilarious seeing them bump each other off the edges of the, the map. It's, it's just lovely. Oh, that's what we used to, on so, the NES, we used to play uh, two player and it was always one player's job, whoever lost the coin flip, mainly. All right, your job is to assassinate the black ball. I'll scooch ahead yeah. and just take care of the black ball. That's, yep. That's how we used to play. Also, so so on the ongoing CV of your wife's games, we have Bioshock yes. and Marble Madness. We do. We do. It's, it's growing. Not She's a getting... trend to be seen yet. <laughs> right, okay. So I was going to say Marble Madness. Okay, so setting the scene, Marble Madness is an iso isometric marble rolling platform puzzle type racer type thing think I of quite... a 2d super monkey ball ah there we go a 2d isometric super monkey ball isometric i keep saying isometric i love that word. i think that's because you just like digging it under my fingernails like look dave it's isometric look now now when you were a kid you being from over there you grew up with a lot of isometric games so i'm guessing this didn't yes. throw you off at all no, not at all. Not the down isn't really down, you kind of have to diagonal it? No, no, that didn't, oh, that this, didn't throw this me off at all. absolutely threw me off as a kid. <sighs> because when I was dumb, when I was dumb, not that I'm not dumb now, but mm -hmm. in the beginning of the NES port, you can either choose 45 degree or 90 degree for your control options. I had no idea what those meant. <laughs> and so I thought it was how many seconds you got for some weird reason. Oh my goodness. So I would always go 90. And then if I was feeling spry, I would choose 45 degree and realize the timer is not at 45. So on the NES, at least you could either play it holding the controller 90 degrees like you normally do, or you could spin it, the controller and have the control set up to work that way at 45 degrees. And it sort of works well, but yeah, uh, this took like session after session of getting down that isometric view because there's a few times where there's something in the foreground and the path continues like under a bridge, Yeah. but it continues at this weird scant angle. So yeah, I remember that throwing me off a lot. I The, the thing that throws me off is when you get like two, two parts of the level that are 
slightly behind each other and the vertical lines line up perfectly so you think you're just going to bump down or you're just going to move a wee bit but it turns out what you actually do is fall down the pit in the middle but the Mega Drive port interestingly it doesn't have 45 and 90 degree to indicate controller type it actually says normal and grid so your grid view is when or your grid controller is when you press right you actually go down and right and when you press left you go up and left which is just nuts I don't know how anyone could live yeah, like that I down tried, I tried needs to be down. do anything with it <laughs> no no down down must be down there's no there's no two ways about it but yeah i find it much easier to play on like that 90 degree setting and just move my thumbs to get it yeah, right it's i i i love it anyway anyway let's let's crack on so the point of the game is you're a marble you start somewhere on this level and you've got a series of obstacles ramps some enemy types and you've essentially got a timer and you've got to get to the end before the time runs out you get bonus points for how much time you've got left you get time added back onto the clock and that's where the challenge lies is you start off with 60 seconds and if you end the level with 10 seconds i think you only get something maybe like 40 seconds added on so the next level starts with 50 seconds and so on you eventually run out of time and yeah, i ran out ascending of a level lot of time has less and less time like to where the point where you get to the crazy race you're only getting 30 seconds base it's 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 a good it's a good way to make you spend a lot of money i think and a good way for for um a bit of a challenge because i don't i i can't i just, my mind boggles when i think how people can beat this game because they're just so good <laughs> and they must have practiced for <laughs> a billion years or so. have you beat it <laughs> yes sir god damn it okay so i can't i, I can't really? get by I, no, I keep getting to the level that has... Oh, what does it have? It's like in space, and you have that to start off. That is the last one. You are joking me. Nope, that's the ultimate race, yeah. Where you got to go uh, up that ramp and shoot into, like, a, kind of a basketball net thing that shoots yeah, you out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I That was that was where I got to, c- c- consistently got there. Oh, yeah, yeah, j- just a little more time, man. You would have had it. Um, So, we both played the Mega Drive port... We both played the arcade port. I diddled yep. around with the NES port just for, you know, for old time's sake, but I didn't really mm-hmm. you know, pay attention to scores or anything. Uh, what do you like more? Uh, the Mega Drive port, most certainly, because I figured out the Mega Drive on hard is the same as the arcade port, and the arcade port, I got a score. Well, let's keep the score secret for just now. Dave. Yeah, yeah. That's I got end. a score on the arcade uh, when I moved to the Mega Drive, I doubled that score without any extra feeling of stress. And then I started realizing, you know, that level where you start on the, a ramp and you fly down? Aerial stage, cr- yeah. And then, yes. On the arcade port, or at least how I was playing it with the controls I have, I consistently slid off the edge and this is just a wee example of how it differed but i could not stop myself on the landing pad whereas on the mega oh, really? drive i could yeah and another now, see, thing i, I noticed on opposite on the arcade port like um i think you'd call them hoovers like the vacuums yes yes i couldn't avoid the vacuums to save my life on the mega drive but i could in the arcade and i could on oh, the, I was the opposite yeah i was the complete opposite <laughs> Wow. Oh man. Okay. This is this is going to be interesting then. Did you notice in the arcade you accelerate a lot faster? Yes. Like uh, when I was playing arcade, it might have been because I was using thumbsticks 
And I was playing on... Okay, I should state that right off. I didn't emulate this in MAME. I played the arcade board that's on a Midway collection on PS3. So I played with a PS3 joystick. Ah. See, I, I played in MAME with a keyboard. Oh, you played keyboard? Yeah. Um, <laughs> I did play in MAME for a little bit, but I didn't keep track of the score because I used my trackball. Mm. I have a trackball. Remember like those ones yeah. in the 90s that would it was just a mouse with a wee little red ball on it? Yeah. Yeah, that's why I used it. It actually worked really well. I completed the game with that thing. Do you know what else you can do with those? If you put it on the floor and lie on it with your back and roll it down your spine, <laughs> it really kind of sorts any spine injuries or issues you've got with it. It's, it's that's fantastic. about all it's good for nowadays. Because trackball mice are just the worst. They are. They are the worst. There's a, a few people at my Did work. Did you try them. playing it with a DS4? Um, no, I didn't. I, on the when I played the Mega Drive version, I switched over to the Wii and emulated it, or the Wii U and emulated it. So I used the thumbstick for that. Uh, much better, much much what better. What felt better? Oh, the Mega. Okay. Everything about the Mega Drive felt better for me. Moving to the thumbstick, the speed. The last thing that I found on the Mega Drive that I don't know if I was not getting it on the the MAME emulator because of the way the controls were mapped was if you held down A, you sped up. Yes. I I don't know if the arcade I version even does that. I notice in the arcade if it did that. I think that might be, the arcade might be on fast speed all the time. Right. Okay, that would make sense. Because there you were using a trackball. Yeah. And so it, it kind of had to get going faster. So speaking of the Mega Drive version, Craig, mm-hmm. um, is there another thing you'd like to add to your Mega Drive with the worst music collection? Oh, the Mega Drive music. Whoever, <laughs> it's awful. It's worse in points than the previously awful Cosmic, Cosmic Space, Space, Space Yep. Yeah. Yep. Absolutely worse. It's one level in particular I remember. Um, <clears throat> let's see. I've not got a good singing voice, Dave, but I'll try my best. <laughs> For the whole time, you're playing it to the point where you actually just want the time to run out. <laughs> I, there's just awful... And then um, the level, everything is not what it seems, or you don't know what... Oh, Silly Race. Is that where you... Everything you know is wrong. Everything you know is wrong, yeah. So you go uphill with the physics of going downhill and vice versa. That starts off with an okay piece of music straight after this awful music, and then it just goes completely downhill. Oh, and then you hit the birds? Yeah. (laughs) Oh my gosh. (laughs) Why Why is this happening? It it is terrible. Yeah, awful. Absolutely awful, which is a shame because the rest of the Mega Drive version is solid. Absolutely solid. I would say if you find five minutes, check out the NES soundtrack. Okay. Way, way better. Like, actually good enough to be on an MP3 player. But, um, yeah, so you prefer the Mega Drive. I think, in the end, I prefer the NES, mm-hmm. which, I mean, that's just what it says about us as humans. And the arcade, would you plunk a quarter in? Yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely. Why not? Yeah, I probably, I mean, I mean, granted, I'd have to use a trackball, and you're always getting the corner of your hand that gets caught mm-hmm. between the trackball and the edge of the cabin. Ah, it pinches <laughs> and walk away blood bliss. It's the worst. Yeah. Um, you never saw an arcade cabinet, or did you? No, never. Never actually saw one. Hmm. Neither did I. No, it's, it's sad. It's a sad, sad thing. As a, as an actual fact as well, though, I think uh, the arcade cabinet-wise, there were 4,000 arcade cabinets created and distributed with this title on it. So out there somewhere, there's maybe, well, 1984, there was 4,000. So World maybe now there's about 4, 10. Yep. That's not a lot. It's not a lot. No wonder we never saw it. 
Probably not. Also, uh, high score. What's the high score in Marvel oh. Madness? Not our high scores. Oh. What's the, what's the, what's the actual high score? The world record. The world record. Yep. Oh, I uh, let's see, let's see. Okay, judging by my scores, by my uh-huh. score, I'm going to say for the arcade cabinet, roughly about a hundred thousand. Okay, that's it's not bad. It's close. It's close, but it's actually a hundred and eighty-seven thousand eight hundred and eighty. Ah, off by that wee little eighty-seven thousand. Yeah, yeah, it's not. It's not too bad. I I want to see. I should have watched a video of this guy, Stan Skipansky, or something like that. And he must be some sort of marble madness machine. So yeah, that that have to be what more than one or two playthroughs. I would imagine back to back. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you don't really finish works. it and then just. Didn't you finish it and then you just roll on to? Well, like, does the ultimate stage when you finish that does that roll over to yeah. the first stage again, or does it? Well, just... that's what I'm thinking. Huh. It must go in a loop until you run out of time because there are only those stages. It's yeah. got nowhere else to go. And it's not like it can add more enemies or become more difficult. All it can do is lower the time. It's, that's it. Time is the only difficult unless you make the enemies those more fasterer. More faster? You mean just faster? Yeah, faster. That's what I meant. <laughs> so, I hinted to this when I when I was younger. But how were you when getting arcade ports for home systems? Did it ever feel like a bit of a letdown to you? Because it was like, oh, it's an arcade game. It's not meant. You know, it wouldn't have the same things as say a Zelda or you know uh, a Sonic. Do you know? In the past few weeks, we've played quite a few arcade games. We and have. I'm actually finding the the really great fun with the family. Like oh, tonight yeah. with Marble Madness. Last week it was Dig Dig Dug was all the rage. Everyone was playing Dig Dug, and it's kind of becoming a Saturday trad- or a Sunday. What day is this? Sunday it's tradition Sunday. of just sitting down and having a wee few hours of playing a game and it's always with the right okay kids you've had your shot daddy needs to get his high school now <laughs> and, and then quiet sit in the corner and watch me <laughs> um yeah when when my daughter was younger uh we used to go buy a whole bunch of like you know individually packaged candies mm-hmm. and you'd put them all in a bowl and if you got a high score you could pick out a candy and we would go through like huh? 60 arcade games you would only get one shot and we would just blitz through like every collection of games that I had, and it would be a nice, oh, fun yeah. like three four hours. Nice. See that's and that that's it. You're st- sixty games, three four hours. I'm going overkill trying to beat you in Dig Dug and Marble Madness, <laughs> but they are very pick up and play, and I think they are better pick up and play tools than things like sh- sh- crap games you get on mobiles now. And you know, like there's not a lot of good pick up and playness out there and i think that's what the arcade home or the emulating's for well i mean i mean they have more of and i'm gonna sound really douchey here they have more of a complete play experience where you know you start it you make progress and then you stop whereas mobile games don't have that make progress and stop in very quick chunks it's the okay i have to wait an hour and a half then i can dig out another portion of this and then you know that they don't have that complete I get you. I get you. Yeah, it's, it's a lot of them just seem never ending, don't they? Yeah, I mean, I'd rather play a quick couple of rounds of Galaga than you know, say Clash of Clans. I've never played that. I'm sorry, I've never. I've it's never the first one that. I could think of. I don't have a phone, dude. Yeah. How am I supposed to know? I don't know. I got hooked on one. It was um, 
tiny tower death star or something like that and what you had to do was you had to build a hotel and you started off with like five floors and then after a certain amount of time you could add a new floor so you'd add like a casino and you could earn coins in the casino and then after another hour you could add another floor and i think i got to like just like sim tower yeah yeah it's very very similar but it just never ends and you just realize at some point in life that you're now waiting three days to build an extra floor (laughs) to your hotel and you just got to stop at some point and that's it It, i never finished it it would never end it just petered out and then uninstalled it and yeah um that's kind of what i've always viewed mobile games as it's a you don't finish you just get bored yeah there are there are exceptions just out there oh yeah there's always exceptions exceptions. it's just that's why i never really felt the need to get into like that cellular gaming space cellular gaming space well i can't say mobile game experience that, that includes like you know mobiles like 3ds and vitas and are they handhelds they're handhelds. Yeah, they're okay, handhelds. So handhelds are consoles. Mobile yep. is tablets, phones, your microwave oven. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, right. that's that's exactly that. Okay, so okay. I yeah, never gotten a mobile. Hold on, really quick. Did you ever play marbles yeah. as a kid? Like with actual marbles? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. With actual are you marbles, from 1840? Yeah. No. Why? Who played in with fact, marbles in 1989? In life. Nine. In life, I used to play with marbles in the playground with <laughs> chalk and everything absolutely everything i didn't know people didn't do this but then i i moved so i was in like a island school where there was only 30 people going from primary one to primary seven so that's like i don't know what that is aged five to age 12 or something okay like that. jeez um but then you know after a few years i moved and it was when i was in that rural setting Kids played marbles. We played marbles. We had conkers. You had all the stereotypical things that... uh, It's like a wee thing that comes off a tree and you put a bit of string through it and try and smash it against each other. Pine cones? No, 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 no. A a conker. I don't know what a conker actually is. Do you know what? Um, Bear with me one moment while I... uh, (laughs) Okay. This is another episode of the Bit Effect Cultural Differences. I know. What is a conker? The hard, shiny brown nut of a horse chestnut tree. Oh, okay, so it's a chestnut. Yeah, but it's the bit in the middle. Oh, okay, it's so just like a the, hard the, thing. The pit. Okay. Yeah, so you put a bit of string through it, and your friend will put a bit of string through theirs, and then you'll hold yours out dangling, and they'll swing at it, and their conker will hit your conker, and then you have a turn back, and then they have a turn, and whoever breaks first loses. Craig, did you finish all of this up with a good old game of hoop and stick? <laughs> Tell me about it. Right, this is my point. This is what I did at primary school. And then I moved to the mainland to like a rough part of town where all you did was play British Bulldogs and get beat up. Okay, what's and British Bulldogs? Complete... Oh my God. Right, British Bulldogs is where there's one person in the middle of a big concrete p- playground Okay. And then everyone's at one side and you have to run across the playground and that person tags them. And before you know it, there's like five people in the middle and you've got to run back across. And then there's more people and if you're last caught, you win. But it's brutal. There's folk tripping each other up. There's cuts. Okay. So so while you were playing with your chestnuts and your hooping stick, Uh I mean, I was was a stereotypical 90s kid. I was playing with pogs. We were playing suicide. We were we were doing all kinds of cool stuff. But you guys, what's man, what's su- okay. I had I had pogs later on. We used to get pogs okay. from Walker's Crisps. 
All right, good. Well, as long as you have pipes. Suicide is, you know, those uh, blue Spalding handball balls. They're very rubbery. They're not tennis balls, but they're very hard rubber. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yep. So one person has that, and they stand 15 feet away from a wall. And then you're all lined up in a line horizontally. And when Mm -hmm. the person with the ball throws the ball at the wall, you have the time it takes from the ball to get to the wall back to the person who threw it to run and touch the wall. If the guy catches it before you touch the wall, he can peg you in the back with it. Oh, geez, that sounds And if you get pegged, you're out. Okay. So, yeah, yeah, I mean, we have two very different childhoods there, Craig. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I, I, when I did move, it was Pogs. I actually collected X-Files cards myself. I was an <laughs> X-Files cards kid. So, are we talking like a stereotypical hot fuzz European countryside town that you grew up in? in um, the beginning? For, the, for, for the first half, uh, it was a, more of a harbour town, like something in Balamori, but less populated. It was just, it was just there was nobody there. My dad was a policeman on the island, and he was oh, one really? of two or three policemen on oh, the whole wow. island. So that was the kind of place it was. It was it was very very rural. Why'd you move? Uh, my dad's dip- work. Oh okay. So yeah, suicide sounds completely brutal, and you play <laughs> that with a ball. And do you know what else is ball shaped? Marbles. There we go. So we've brought us back oh, on track. I never would have marbles to marble madness. Um, just before we get to our scores. How do you think the game feels physics-wise? Because I like it, but it doesn't feel right. The marbles don't feel. The like marble the move, has like... more weight than you think it would. Yeah, yeah. It's otherwise. I I think it's not something where you could pick up and then go three four levels in. Once you have a trial run and you're like, okay, this is what it moves like. You get the grip with it pretty fast, but until yeah. then, it does feel a little weird. I mean, I I found that I had a, a, a trial run and then nearly every go that I had after that I got to about the same point okay so listener a little bit behind the green screen I used to pride myself on a oh yeah yeah I'm uh, I'm pretty good at games you know that's it's me uh this little foray with Craig has made me a little nervous and I'm now questioning my manhood as a gamer so I I don't think my scores will be up to snuff mainly because I was playing Final Fantasy X2. I gave it a proper shot. So, Craig, you will probably win this one, but I will be back for the next one. Just just to preface it. I'm not sure about that, but we'll give it a go. Um, or what score are we doing? Are we doing the arcade Let's do the score arcade or the first. Mega Drive score? Arcade okay. first. Right. Okay. I I think you've got me, uh, to use your words, pegged on this one. Uh, Dave, we'll see. I think you've pegged me. Right, I'll go first. I'll go first. Okay. My arcade score... And I already know that you've beat me. It's 21,460. Yes! <laughs> All right! Okay. Um, very close, though. Very close. I am at 22,690. So uh-huh. only a little bit farther. Dave, you sent me that picture, and I was like, crap, I've got to try again. And I can't. <laughs> like an extra hour, and I'm not getting any further. All right. Okay. That's, well, uh, did you make it a point to kill the black balls? Um, I managed uh, actually do you know what I managed to kill one accidentally the first one that you come across in the second oh, yep. stage after that I was more about avoiding them and then it 
clicked. It was one of those kind of dig dug moments where you know when you said that you, you get different scores the further deeper you oh, yep. you eat the enemies and stuff. It was one of those moments where I thought, crap, there's more to this game than just speed. Well, I mean, that's that's the kicker, right? I mean, the black balls are only worth a thousand apiece. So if you can kill yeah. it in like two to three seconds, it's totally worth it. But anything after that really yeah. starts losing its value because what is it? It's a thousand points for each level or each second, isn't it? A hundred points a second. A hundred points a second. There you go. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. And on top of that as well, the if you took ten seconds to kill the black ball, you've broken even score-wise, but you've lost a ten seconds. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's kind of... It, it, to me, it felt better to just race past them. The one that I just I couldn't get my head around was do you know where there's a, a level where you go into a wee catapult and you get yes. catapulted across and there's a black ball there? That mm-hmm. thing killed me every Almost single every time. Every time. Could... Yep. Yeah. They set oh. you up for that so good. Uh, I, and now, I waited and I was trying and no, that wasn't working. Did you go around the windy path or did you try to do that bridge thing with the the, I did the bridge thing every time. Did the bridge really? Thing. I can <laughs> never, yeah. ever get that. Ever since I was a kid, I can't get that point. Yep, got the jump, and then you stop, and then there's another jump to go down and left, and it's just it was satisfying See, he never moved do. in a pattern for me. Like, I never noticed I the pattern. I don't think they do have a specific pattern. I think there's just a pause. Oh, that drives me nuts. Everything should have a pattern, Craig. Well, yeah, yeah. You're, you're, not, you're not wrong. All right, there, so... On the Mega Drive, we did both normal and easy, right? Yes. Okay, so I will start with the normal scores. <clears throat> okay. All right, now, to make this interesting, we're going to go the hundreds first. 350. Okay. Okay. 26,000. Hang on. 350. 26,000. What does that What does that make your score? 300, 3 million. Yes. Five. Yes, we'll go with that. 26,350. <laughs> Okay, um, my Mega Drive normal score is 48,910. <laughs> wow. <laughs> and the screenshot I took with the high score, I thought I'd done well, so I put LOL as my wee <laughs> name. Wow, you, uh, you name slaughtered there. me there, buddy. Yeah, although easy score, easy score, I'll go my well, easy score Well, hold on, hold on, hold on. I, yeah, I think yeah, that yeah. we do run into a bit of a scoring difference because... Even on the Mega Drive one, on normal, I got to the end level, the ultimate stage. Mm-hmm. So I'm guessing you just did it faster than I did. And I somehow got, the scoring's I to, different. I got to halfway through that end level. Okay. And it's oh. what? Scoring is, it's what? It's a hundred. It's like a hundred points for every second you're rolling, right? Yeah, it's a, you get a hundred points for every second you're rolling, Plus a hundred points for every second that you save on each level that you've done. So essentially, you're right. What I've done is I've just done it quicker, and then I've hit a wall and died. Okay. Yeah. Well, congratulations, Interesting. sir. Interestingly, my easy score is thirty-two thousand. Oh, yes. Hundred. Well, Craig, I don't mean to brag, but uh, my score is 53,080. <laughs> so, well done. Well so, done. Well, no, not well done, Craig, because this leaves us in a bit of a predicament again. I think because it wasn't a blowout that we defer this again to the next time we do a score attack game. 
Right now, we're still wow. tied. Okay. And uh, maybe and next, next month, time... we'll do one score attack game. Yeah. Okay. Before you say anything, Marble Madness. Marble Madness. Yes. What are your final thoughts on Marble Madness? We didn't do final thoughts. My final thoughts are that if you're going to play the arcade version or any emulate any of the home versions, because I doubt you're going to go out and grab a cart, it's well worth 15 minutes every couple of days. Hey, that's that's quite good. I, like I that. think there's no better kind of just, all right, I got 10 minutes, let's chill with some Marble Madness kind of game. Yeah. I, I like your thinking there, because I, I was going along similar but different lines of if you're ever having a party retro arcade night with popcorn and chips that's and very specific and stuff like that it is it's very specific but i like to be specific with my themed party nights <laughs> it's an absolute cracking game it's quick if you're good at it it's quick if you're rubbish at it it's fantastic <laughs> it's got fantastic two-player which can be you can work as a team and tackle the black balls as dave did you say that pre-recording? Yep, or? as kids, that's what yep. we used to do. Yep. Or you can race each other, you can bump each other off the sides, and it's just, it's really quite fun. And it also has this weird thing where if someone falls off, sometimes they get portaled and respawn in front of you. <laughs> so <laughs> I was playing Amelie, and Amelie beat me a couple of times because she kind of just fell off and then went in front of me. And I'm like, God damn it. And we also didn't mention, Craig, that when you fall off, sometimes you get the... Yeah. It's great. It's great. Um, I, The only downside I would say was back in the day when you were paying $60 for this, bleh, I don't think that's probably the best value proposition there. No. Not, not in the slightest. No. God, no. So if you are a time traveler from 1995, don't buy Marvel Madness yet. No. Just wait. I don't think a time traveler right. traveling to now is going to go... Uh, this would be more if our podcast went back in time. If you are listening in 1984. No. No? No, no, because because you, you've time jumped to today, uh-huh. and you want to hear about everything you missed in the intervening ah, years. Ah, right, okay. Sorry. So that's why you listen to you know, a retro thing. Um, okay, so, Craig, there are a lot of games and a lot of genres that we've done already for Retro Rewind. Yes. The ones we haven't touched are computer games. And I wasn't much of a computer kid. I mean, I'm sure we'll talk about it more on the episode. Mm-hmm. But one of the games I absolutely loved and spawned oh so many things for me was Sierra's Lord of the Realm 2. I am wholly excited to play this. I'd absolutely and utterly, I can't. I can't wait. Do you oh, know I can't wait? I, I'm glad you can't wait. But you're going to have to wait. I, I've, at least a week. Okay, right. Fair enough. I've got no, absolutely no prior prior thing with this but i seem to recall oh great sierra being oh that's great um amazing anyway yeah yeah so so where did you fall on the old sierra versus lucas arts just really quick as a taste of next Uh, honestly um like in sierra versus lucas arts for on the adventure side of things lucas arts are obviously going to win but i had nothing against sierra whatsoever like nothing absolutely nothing at all Against I, I was much more of a Sierra than a LucasArts. LucasArts looked cooler. Always looked cooler. But Sierra did those weird games like Lords of the Realm and Phantasmagoria and all those mm-hmm. weird games they popped I mean, out. Yeah, yeah. But anyway, we will talk more about it next time. So until next time, we will see you later. Say balls. No, don't say balls, Dave. Just say goodnight. 
Good night, Balls Dave. Oh, that works for me. <laughs> <laughs>